0: You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it.
1: One of the best theme tunes of all time. Hello and welcome to the Big Review Ski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name's Owen, there's Rory, and Rory? Yeah? Fuck off.
2: Oh my goodness. That's Yeah, what do uh, you think of that? It was, well, a great way to start an episode. Uh, under normal circumstances, I will be offended, but I think... Fuck off. I think now that Paul has two things to believe. And if anyone... Like, if you wanted anyone in the world to swear at you, like, to really chew you out and insult you down to the ground it would be logan roy i think it used to be dr oh what was his name from scrubs uh oh
1: dr cox
2: yeah you'd want him to insult you and like like Uh really really like just put you down to the ground but now it's logan roy i want logan roy to just insult me and i'll just be like i did it he
1: did it it's great 100% and interesting connection that's Dr. Cox has now been super fucking seated by Brian Cox it's just Cox all around Uh, (laughs) yeah and yeah yeah so we're here to talk about succession today (laughs) Mm. which is the brand like listen I think, Roy, you've said it before, if you've seen Succession, then listen, you know the crack. You know it's literally one of the greatest TV shows that has been created yeah. uh, from the acting, uh, the scripting, the look, the storyline, just everything. About the music. It is just perfection. The music, of course. And if you haven't seen it, it's either, what were the reasons you said again, Roy? It's like you haven't watched it because.
2: Yeah, uh, either laziness or uh, ignorance, I think.
1: <laughs> those are the two yeah it's nothing to do with the fact that people mightn't have a subscription to the services like you're putting it down to actual personal laziness Yeah, you just need to hurry up and watch Succession basically
2: yeah like I don't care if you don't currently have a subscription that is your own fault like find a friend who has a subscription and ask for their password buy the DVD box set do what you need to do with within legal means and watch what I consider to be the best show on TV right now because the third season has just launched on now, um, yeah, that's it. Because this is what this is what anyone's going to be talking about for the next nine weeks. So, you want to be that person who isn't talking, who isn't part of the conversation? Is that who you want to be? This is not watching Succession. Is like this version of I don't have a TV at home. Oh, you don't. <laughs> oh, you don't. And that makes you cool, does he? No. Sorry, I got very angry there.
1: Uh, you got pretty worked up there. I was kind of cowering back here just waiting for you to finish your, your rant. But basically, if you don't watch Succession, you're going to be a social pariah.
2: Mm, yeah, and you've done okay. it to yourself.
1: So <laughs> You've got nobody, nobody else to blame. Actually, interesting, you mentioned DVDs there. Remember those? Uh, Succession was probably the last TV series, the first two seasons that I watched on DVD because I didn't have a subscription to anything. And I think one cousin had it on DVD cousin and Greg. every single family member was like, Give me the DVDs next. So this one one box set was doing the rounds, but it is absolutely worth it. So the uh, season three is here. Uh, yes. They're going to be doing the weekly episodic uh, releases, which is such a revolutionary concept. I hope everybody can last um, six nights, seven days, and obviously we were fortunate enough to get access to they allowed you Mm. to actually get physically near Mm. some of the cast of the show like for the first time because most interviews you've been doing have been over zoom over Mm. the past like year and a half or so but this is the first time actually getting back in a room with somebody
2: yeah this is my first proper face-to-face interview with anyone since february 2020 so like it's 20 months uh, since I, I last spoke to or a, a shared room Another with a, it with a, with a famous person, which is it's uh, you do forget. Like I said, I was I was talking to you about it. Like you do forget. You're just like, oh wow, they're famous
3: and they're right there.
2: <laughs> uh, it's always just a bit like I know you from because when you're interviewing people on Zoom, there is that like distance of well, I'm used to seeing you on the telly, and now I'm talking to you on the telly. Oh, um, this is fine. Yeah, but whereas we're in the same room, you're like. <gasps> my God, it's the cast of Succession. Uh, so yeah, so that was that was quite a treat. So now sent me over to London to speak to some of the cast of Succession um, now that the third season has officially launched. As you mentioned, every new episode is coming out. I think it's 2 a.m. every Monday. So <laughs> I, I know...
1: Alarm is set. I
2: know people who will at 2 a.m. be like, yep, I'm up to watch it with all my American friends who mm-hmm. get to see it at 9 p.m., uh, so yeah, so that's exciting. So up first, you will hear from Jay Smith Cameron, who you better know as Jerry. The uh, hmm, well, her title keeps changing in the show. She's yeah. very high in the Waystar company, uh, and she is very trusted within the Roy family, and she's very close, in particular, with one mm-hmm. particular family member. Um. Such an interesting character and interesting dynamic she has with everyone. So, yeah, she, uh, she like I know I'm going to say this about everyone, but she's one of my faves in the show. But so they, <laughs> the show uh, they all are. Is, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah. So this is Roy's chat with Jay Smith Cameron, aka Jerry from Succession.
2: Jay, how are you doing today? I'm well, and yourself? Really good. Uh, we were talking just before we start recording about Ireland. Ireland. Uh, Ireland, can I give you an idea to like pass up to, to the overlords of the show. Considering it's a tech company yeah. in succession and considering Ireland has such a strong uh, affiliation with like tax breaks, I'm surprised succession hasn't.
0: I am too.
2: Already Let's go. been here.
0: Let's go to Ireland. Yeah, let's go to Ireland. Uh, get, get everyone over. <laughs> I I love it. I will. I mean, I don't know if they'll listen to me, but
2: I mean, like they've got all the castles and stuff. So yeah, I know. You've got everything in place. So yeah, it's,
0: let's do it. I think you the absolutely should. the magic? Right?
2: Yeah, like <laughs> watching watching the episodes, and I've seen a lot of season seven, uh, season three. Oh, season
0: seven! Come on, season what, seven! Come on, <laughs> give me that season
2: seven money. But uh, yeah, like, do you ever get not? Not bored, but do you ever have like a moment of realization where you're where you're, you're like the level of opulence around you, yeah, you know, the yachts, the castles, the the I do. Do you, like do you do you ever get like oh,
0: <laughs> totally. And, and but it's tricky because the characters, particularly the the Roy family, but mm-hmm. I mean my character Jerry is fully, I mean, she's almost a family member in a way, you know. She's a godmother to Shiv and so forth. Um, We are totally inured to it, the characters are. So, in fact, uh, I always think it's funny, the writers are quite witty because we're in these gorgeous places and the weather's perfect and everything is deluxe and we're miserable and plotting and biting our nails and, like, you know. So it's sort of funny to see the juxtaposition. Um, But, yeah, I'm certainly not inured to it and it's... It's, you know, it's fantastic. Because the best way to see other places, I think, is working. I love to go on location.
2: Just so, so, like the episode on the yacht, I was like, oh my god, (laughs) that is a joke. But (laughs) I know
0: it was a full-on, beautiful. What are they? Not a not a mega yacht. Like a super super duper mega out of this world. I forgot which which (laughs) strata of opulence it was, but it was something high up there. It was very beautiful.
2: Which line or insult? Is maybe quoted the most back to you, or is the one that sticks out in your mind as maybe being a favorite for you?
0: For my character, sure. Slime Puppy. Sure. I call Karen Slime Puppy, which was an improv of mine. Oh well. Yeah. So that I—that's my my contribution to English literature.
2: <laughs> That's your co-writing (laughs) friend. is
0: that I pen the words. I mean, it just, what happens is they write the scene, but then they leave the camera rolling. So any good actor, it's like an an athlete. You'd want to follow through. Uh So you keep going as you, what would come next? What would come next? And no one wrote it for you. So I just kept, you know, spewing out, reminding me of the character in Tintin, you know, Captain Haddock with his fanciful, you know, insults. I just kept saying things. I don't know what all I said, but they kept Slime Puppy. Well, yeah. I'm
2: very happy that it is, because it's, it's, it's like a member of the urban lexicon now. It's, like, used almost every single day by people. <laughs> I it. Like it's a it's, weird contribution to make, but...
0: I mean, it's a great it, one, right?
2: Weird, but great. I mean, <laughs> own it. If
0: you know Karen Culkin, it's oddly perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> are you are you fully aware of the fan reaction to yourself and Roman's relationship? Like, are, the, the pure depths of the complicated relationship that the fans have for the both I, I
0: i I'm aware of it because I'm on Twitter. Mm. And um, I get a kick out of it. I mean, I, I, I don't know to what... I mean, it may be the same 15 people just tweeting about it. I don't know. But it's, it's fun. And I was worried because it's such a far-out thing to have happened and I still don't really understand what it is. Like, it's still oddball, you know... It's very odd. They're such an odd couple, and it, you don't really know how it will unfold, you know, um, or if it ever will quite, you know, mm-hmm. without giving anything away. But um, so it's such it's so odd. I was worried about it that people would be like, that it would be a bridge too far for some people. And it's seen, I'm glad that people get a kick out of it.
2: Yeah, like I've seen a, a tremendous tweet about it that I've actually scrolled through all of Twitter trying to re-find it, and of course <laughs> I couldn't. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was like, any other show might have made this the punchline of a joke, but in this show, they treat it like a real thing. Yeah. Like it's a proper kind of a relationship.
0: Yeah, it's, it, and complicated. A absolutely, complicated one, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Uh, was something I was, That's you know. That's a nice one. I, I wish I'd seen that. Yeah. Given the opportunity... You're given the opportunity since you know you you get to keep slime puppy in. Where (laughs) would you say is the ultimate kind of happiest ending for Jerry?
0: Gosh, now you would ask me that. Um, I don't know because I think that Jerry is maybe the one character we've met so far that could is up to the task Mm -hmm. of writing the company. Um, But I don't know that she's comfortable doing that but I think it's because I'm so my character is so in, is so has such a complicated um, interconnected relationship with Logan Roy over a long period of time and I think she I, I should say she my character um, Jerry is uh, really admiring of Logan's maverick um, you know skills as a businessman so even when they go against her grain and she thinks he should be more careful he I think she acknowledges that he's really kind of inspired
3: mm-hmm
2: and it it is maybe the only show I know where I, we don't want the characters to actually get better. We don't want them to like. It almost feels like if they learned any lessons and became better people, it would become less interesting. Yeah. So is it's that, not
0: Breaking Good. No, it's not Breaking <laughs>
2: Good. Like is that is that fun for you? Just to know that like we 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 are always going to kind of revel in the. The sides of personalities that people just don't get to do publicly yeah, in real life. It's all id, as the yeah, psychiatrist yeah, yeah. would
0: say, right? Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I, because I was raised in an era of television that, you know, people, um, it's all the lessons they learned and you wanted to be able to root for people and so forth. And this is, you know, A, more entertaining, but B, more um, truthful in a way because people are really checkered and have, you know, dark. Corners to them, and I think people are fascinated to see that.
2: Mm-hmm. And one last one, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, the actor who played Stewie. Yeah, he, he the mm-hmm. other day uh, made a statement saying that of all the people he wants to work with more in the show, it is Jerry oh, because nice. he wants to inspire jealousy in Roman. <laughs> so but it
0: actually makes good business sense.
2: It does as well. But He's also, very I can see wanting to annoy Roman at yeah. the same at the same time. I love it. So I think. That's... Yeah, Arya and... That's an yeah, and Jerry, yeah. I, like...
0: I could see uh, wanting, Jerry wanting to annoy uh, yeah. Roman, too.
2: <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Jay, thank you so much for your My time pleasure. today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank
0: you. And we'll have to get to Ireland.
2: Yeah, like the tax breaks.
0: Yeah, the tax breaks, but
2: also the but green, also just the, film the beauty, there. and the, fil- Absolutely, the castles. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can, like, maybe talk to whoever's doing Juno over there at the time. Oh, Yeah. Prom, prom, like you've got an agenda now. Yeah. So it
0: <laughs> Thank was you, lovely Roy. to meet you. Have you a great too. day. Okay,
1: we'll see you again. That would be amazing. Please bring succession to Ireland. That wasn't the last time you were chatting to her, though. No,
2: so like right before our interview started, like, you have this little minute where they set up the cameras and make sure that you know everything's in place. Uh, and she picked up on my accent and she was like, Dublin, you're from Dublin. Uh, and she told me that she was. the. She did like a a run of Juno, not the Ellen Page or Elliot Page uh movie but the um the play Juno the Irish play Juno and she's obviously like a big theatre head but I am so ignorant of theatre and she was <laughs> like, like Juno and I was oh like God. oh wow well. did you
1: play the Michael Sarah part?
2: That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so she she was saying like she's it's never been over uh but when I walked back hours later having done the rounds she found me again and she was like, Rory, I'm going to hit you up when I'm in Dublin and we're going to hang out. And I was like, cool. So, Owen, if you want to pop down to Dublin uh, whenever Jerry's over, we just all go hang out.
1: Most definitely. I'm there. So uh, just keep me posted on that. Stick me in a WhatsApp group. Me, mm. you and Jay Cameron Smith, please. That'd be amazing. No, J Smith Cameron. I should probably get her name right before I completely I, insult her. Like her name is confusing at best at times.
2: Yeah, yeah, there was that confusion over like do, I call, do we just call her J? But J is just the letter the full, J because it's, it's the just letter just J, the J full we're talking about. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I was like you can't call her full J Smith Cameron because that's that's a lot of name to say every time you're saying hello to someone. But then we found out it is you just call her J and that's fine.
1: Easy. Perfect. Maybe maybe it's some kind of like elaborate men in black reference where she's like agent J. Slash Will Smith, and she decided to combine those names, and that's what she goes by now. (laughs) Or not, who knows? Who's next? Uh, Next is Alan Rook, who certain generations will
2: know best as being, uh, is it Cameron from? That's the one. Ferris Brothers Day Off, maybe that's where she got the Cameron from, J. Smith Cameron. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so he is the eldest Roy sibling, Connor. Uh, who in season three really finds his self-esteem, uh, really finds his self-worth, and has a, an actual plan of action, which is interesting, um, especially considering you know he's a bit of a not a loose cannon, but just kind of he's a, he's a dope. He's a, he's a bit of dope. a hip, hippy dippy kind of whatever is happening kind of guy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I'm once I'm still getting my billions, it's fine. So now he's a. He's finally got, like, a plan, and Alan discusses those plans. um, And we talked a little bit about, because I remember the writers of Veep saying that it's difficult to do comedy around the presidential stuff, because real life has essentially outstripped how funny we can be, because (laughs) stuff is happening in real life, and it's so ridiculous that, you know, it's that idiom of, like, it's, it's so crazy... It could only be true, but if you put it in V, you'd be like, "This has really jumped the shark a bit." But we now know he's been hinting at it for a while—that Connor has aspirations to be the actual president of the United States—and um, considering recent political uh, systems or whatever you want to call them, would that be the worst thing ever? What is it? Is it? Is it, is it gonna? It's not as bad as it could be, I guess.
1: <laughs> Nothing is as bad as it has been, yeah. so I, I for one, I'm, I'm most certainly here for. Uh, I welcome our new overlord, President uh, Connor Roy. Um, so this is Roy's chat with the wonderful Alan Rock.
2: Alan, how are you doing today? I'm well, and you? Really, really good. Thank you so much for taking to talk to me today. I've watched a lot of season three, and I think it's better than the first two. I didn't think it was possible, but here we are. Uh, the one thing I will say about Connor is that he seems a lot more self-confident in this season. He's got plans in the works, it seems. Yeah. Um, is that fun, kind of knowing the trajectory of your character, knowing where that's going to land?
3: As much as I do know, yes. I mean, the, the, the truth is that um, uh, Jesse and the gang play, play things pretty close to the vest, and we, we find things out right before we shoot them i mean really you know um but uh, uh connor has uh, a lot lot more to do in the third season and um i just think truthfully um we're talking about you know 45 years or more of being a, the family punching bag and i just think that he's finally had enough you know and um i think at this point in his life he needs he needs something to do he's never, never done a thing <laughs> He's never had a job. And uh, I think he needs to be needed. He needs to have something to do and he needs other people to uh, uh, have him show up. You know, when Connor gets here, we can get going. And I think that's been missing in his life and I think it's finally occurred to him. So um, that's one thing that drives him. And then the other thing that drives him is like, I need to find something that will impress the old man. You know, so he's um, he is driven that way. There is like an overhead
2: fear where it's like is he going is he actually going to become the president of America?
3: worst things could happen
2: I th- we know it but that's what I mean like it's <laughs> like that was uh, like the the writers of veep said the same thing it was like reality kind of outstripped the comedy we could have done I know yeah yeah so like when when that kind of realization hits you're like it's not actually the worst thing <laughs> because he's surrounded by smart people who make intelligent decisions so yeah. President yeah. president Connor isn't The worst. It just seems the worst in that, you know, family
3: scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they would all lose their minds, you know, that that actually we will have have to pay attention to him. (laughs) It would would piss them off so hard. But um, uh, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a sign of the end times. I think, you know, I think it'd be all right. I think it'd play out okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like it's it, it could go either way. It could it could end up being the best. You know, thing. I think I, he might he might say, you know, let's have every family in the country incorporate, right? And, <laughs> and nobody pays taxes. You can write off everything. Uh-huh. You know, that's a good way to get elected. It's a it, well, yeah. It would it would certainly get certain people to vote for him for sure. Oh, like most of the regular people, yeah.
2: No taxes, no problem. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm there. No, I like that slogan. <laughs> <I'm>, that's in. <laughs>
2: that's season four for you
3: you've you've got that sort of no text is no problem I love it
1: Um,
2: and then there's the relationship with Willa yeah where it is half me feels so sympathetic and then the other half is like does he just really aggressively have his head in the sand and he's like no it's I'm, I'm just pushing all that away like it's hard it's almost difficult to get a read of how aware he is in that
3: relationship of For what me, it, anyway. Of, of what it is. Exactly, yeah. This is what I think. I think this is a guy who uh, has delusional disorder mm-hmm. uh, when he was young. or well, It never goes away. ADHD, you know, and, and uh, some other things that I haven't decided on yet. But definitely those two. And this is somebody, nobody ever taught this boy how to go on a date. It's like, you take the girl out, you show her a good time, you take her home. Everything else will take care of itself. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do, right? He never learned... Nobody ever... You know, Logan never sat him down and talked, you know. So I think maybe his uh, life with women up until this point has always been transactional, you yeah. know. And then finally he met this fabulous girl through Roman. And he was like, you need money? I have money. I need a girlfriend. This is great, you know. And so... um and she was amenable, you know. And uh, she has mixed feelings about the whole thing because she's she's been offered a lifestyle where she can have anything she wants. She can go anywhere, do anything. You want to produce a Broadway show, let's do it, you know. And um, and I do think he tries to take care of her as best he, he can. And sometimes he goofs up, and sometimes, you know, he's, he's more concerned about the money than he is about her feelings. Um, but... Uh, um, I think in the long run I think he adores her. And I think maybe against her better judgment and her better interests, she's starting to develop some feelings for him because he's sweet to her. Mm-hmm. I mean he really is, you know. Um, um but oh oh I mean it's just like she's my girl. Yeah. She's my girl. That's the same. That, That's it. That's the extent of it. Yeah.
2: When you're filming this is there ever a moment where you almost have, like, an out-of-body experience with the level of opulence and extravagance and richness in your surroundings? Because between the mega yachts and the castles and the penthouses, like, is was there one particular bit where you're like, oh, this is billionaire living, yeah? Know? Or do you ever, like, do you just arrive on set and you're like,
3: yeah, it's just another mega yacht? Well, I mean, like, when we were on that yacht, and it, it was owned by some... Some very rich person from the Middle East, and I can't remember what country, and I think it was—I think it was worth a hundred and fifty million dollars. The yacht, yeah, the yacht, and the upkeep a year is ten million dollars. Okay, and then the thing is, the the all the uh, the decking is all teak, right? Well, it stains quite easily. So you know and there's people walking around with red wine you know and they've had a few and they drop a drop and there's somebody immediately there they have a whole crew Oh wow. you know and they they're making sure that, that 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 nothing nothing gets stained and um I think our rental on that was a million a week Jeez yeah that's yeah and um everybody's barefoot because they don't they don't want you know shoe marks on anything all, all the crew are very attractive young people. <laughs> sure, you, you know they're all these beautiful young people who are very well trained and very you know skilled in all the different uh, areas. And uh, the yacht got to me, but I got to tell you, it, it was a bit, a bit, lo- a bit lost on me because it's still just a boat. Sure, you're still just <laughs> on the water. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, I mean, it had its own gym. It had a swimming pool. In the yacht, you know, and it was like, okay, that's nice, (laughs) you know, but I'm, you know, I'm working class, I'm working class from Parma, Ohio, Uh you know, and so there's some things that, that, you know, I I walk into somebody's beautiful home and I'm like, oh my God, this is stunning, you know, and, and, and everything that must've gone into this. I appreciate that. But the, the yacht was the most opulent thing that we've dealt with yet. And, um, I, I think it was just a bit too much for me.
2: That's that's listen, uh, just watching it. I was the
1: exact same, so I appreciate <laughs> Alan. Thank you so much for your oh, time today.
2: Pleasure, thanks, buddy. Have hey, a great day. You too.
1: Now, presumably, Alan Rock, because he stars in succession, just goes around shouting, Ruck off.
2: Oh, that's good, isn't it? Where were you when I was doing <laughs> these? When I was getting I'm these so questions ready,
1: I wasn't allowed into the tiny little hotel oh. rooms with the famous people, they don't let me do that. Damn. Uh, well, I did accidentally, as you hear there,
2: uh, accidentally give him a, a great slogan for his presidential run. Mm-hmm. No taxes, no problems. Um, which he loved. So I think he's actually going to go with that for the next season. That
1: um, would be
2: amazing. Yeah, because that's another thing. He was like, "He, I don't think anyone in America should pay taxes. Uh I was like, hmm. Well, that's how they make roads and stuff. So it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Pay the police. You know, all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, so... That was... He's just clearly having a ball as that character. But another actor who's also clearly having a ball is Matthew McFadden as Tom Wamscams, which is just a really fun name to say. uh, Who is the brother-in-law kind of of the family. Uh, Oh, there's... I Right, so I have a conversation with Tom about a particular line of dialogue in season three that I think is episode four or five, and it will stick with me forever because I had such a visceral reaction to this line. It's between Tom and Greg, and I I say it. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. (laughs) I say it to Matthew in this interview, and Matthew himself, like, you'll hear him, cracks up because he knows exactly what I'm talking about, and he's like, it is a horrible, horrible (laughs) exchange between the two of them. Um, yeah so he, he goes in a bit about his relationship with Greg his relationship with Shiv uh, what he believes will be like the ultimate happiest ending for the character of Tom within the world of succession he also talks about potentially bringing succession to Ireland because uh, Matthew McFadden shot a lot of Ripper Street here a few years ago That's so right, he's like yeah. bring it back you've got the castles you've got the taxes it's, or the no taxes <laughs> Um yeah, so he is uh as Tom. He's just perfect. And I, and first of all, two things. One, he's huge. He's a huge man. I think he's like six Massive, five, six man. six. His hand, when we shook hands, it, like enveloped my arm. <laughs> he's just this like, hello. And um having watched succession, even more impressed, because I know McFadden is British and has like it's quite quite a, a posh sounding accent. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch him in succession, you're like, oh, right, he's not American. He really, like, nails the not not quite middle America accent. And then when you hear him talking in real life, you're like, right, yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot that you're not actually Tom, which was, which is the most difficult thing. is not to call them by their character name throughout the entire interview.
1: Of course, I'm wondering about this line. I can't wait to hear this amazing one because you've had a sneak peek of Succession season three because one of my favorite lines from the show so far is whenever he says. uh, To make a to make a tomlet, you have to you have to break a few Greggs as well. So like if it if it even you know, if it's better than even that, then uh, I I cannot wait to hear. And I know we've talked about everybody's name so far. Alan Rock, Cameron, Jay Smith, Cameron, all the different versions. I think he actually likes to pronounce his name Matthew McFadgen.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess he... Because I suppose it's a little bit Welsh, is it? Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So just uh, in case, Matthew, you're you're listening and you're horribly insulted by any mispronunciations, we're Suri. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, okay, anyway. We, was you know. that a Welsh? Uh, okay, it was just, it was just uh, like a mispronunciation <laughs> joke. Just play the interview. Jeez. How are you doing today? Very well, very Fantastic.
2: well, yeah. Um, what line or insult Mm. is quoted back to you the most from the fans would you say
4: i haven't actually the truth is i I don't get quoted back a line in particular i get a lot of sort of you know warm scans (laughs) especially in the states (laughs) right and occasionally um somebody's now and again people come up and say loved you in billions and they'll go and then and I'll, and it's just a nice thing. And then one guy said, "Loved you in billions." And then he came back and said, "Succession." Sorry, and went away again. <laughs> I was just sitting there. Uh, and sometimes people just shout "Greg" at me. Okay.
2: Greg the egg.
4: Even though they know I'm not Greg, but they they that's know I was something it. to do with him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now that's uh, there's a line in the third season. Right. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but uh, you quote kind of quote Nero. Yeah. And <laughs> my exact reaction was ah. Uh. <laughs> Where it was a real roller coaster for me. It was like, he loves Greg, but also, oh my God, what yeah. the. the, the it's he loves so Greg broken. and he
4: really loves Greg. And yeah. Sort of
2: like, what is your take on, on, like, purely your take on that, like, outside of playing the character? What, yeah. What do you see as that relationship? Tom and Greg?
4: Yeah. It's complicated. I think yeah. he
2: really, I think he genuinely does like Greg and I think
4: he feels like he's a sort of father figure mentor to him. Uh, but also, there's Greg is a sort of threat, and he always was from the get-go because he's, he's a cousin. I mean, he's sort of blood family, you know, mm-hmm. which Tom isn't, and he's younger, and he's sort of... He's got a sort of cheerful sensibility, and he's taller than Tom, which is oh. worrying a little bit. And so I think... I don't know, but I think... I think he gener- Tom genuinely needs him, and he's one of the sort of constants where, where Tom doesn't have many of those sort of anchors. And I think so when it, when it looks like Greg's presence is a bit shaky, like in the in season two when he when Greg sort of moots the idea of 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 leaving, it's really really upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think Tom, you know, Tom wanted to sort of help Greg with his career, and Greg seems to have worked it out, and he's sort of outgrowing Tom. Maybe that's the sort of that's a sort of a growing worry. Um, but it's a but it's a great scene; it's, it's a beautifully written scene. The sort of yeah, like classical, again,
2: references. like that 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 again that Nero line. I was just so kind of <laughs> hollowed out by it. I was like, <laughs> what? Hollowed <laughs> um, out. It's just a it's just a fantastic scene, and obviously. The yeah. two have, like, I- incredible chemistry together. And
4: he's, uh, and this is a spoiler, but it's, it's okay to say, but he's the threat of looming possible jail time. Mm. I mean, is that's a big deal. Sure. For anybody, you know, that's really scary, even though he, he'd probably end up in quite a cushy jail. But still, he's
2: incarcerated. And, and it's, it, that's a bonding thing for you both as well, because it's a, it's a shared fear, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you ever have an almost out-of-body experience making this when you're dealing with the mega yachts and the castles and the insane penthouses and stuff where you're just like, oh, this is like billionaire yeah. living?
4: Yeah. So the so the truthful answer is it complete, totally, you sort of walk onto these yachts or, you know, me and Sarah's apartment is amazing and, you know, but, this, but the really out-of-body thing is how quickly you, you're like... You get used to it yeah. It's a weird You think Oh We're here again <laughs> You know <laughs> Can I get a co-? You know Then you think Hang on Because you know It's sort of transient And you know Yeah 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 I'm sort of half serious But you know what I mean You sort of get used to it The really thrilling thing Actually was doing We did the pilot And I was really nervous because um, I was doing an accent And it was a different thing And it was But we were shooting Sarah and I had a scene On the Upper East Side On Madison Avenue around sort of 60, 63rd Street or something like that. And it was a very cold, sort of blue sky, New York day. And it was beyond exciting because we were filming in Manhattan. And I, I never, I, you know, you never, it was just, it was just very, very thrilling to mm-hmm. be embarking. And you, we didn't know how it was going to turn out. And, you know, um, but I thought I've done this. This is good shooting in
2: New York. What would you say? Now, let's say Jesse came over and was like, I'm, I'm leaving it up to you. Right. What would you say is the kind of the ultimate happiest ending for Tom? <laughs> Something that involves Shiv and Greg, I think. Like a throuple? Maybe. Like a like? Or he just lives with them? Like and maybe the he dog? just lives or lives sort of
4: down lives in the apartment below. You know. Uh, I don't know. I think there's a part of Tom which we really would love, love to be happy, and maybe. Maybe get out of the business and go and do. And there's a there's a there's a moment in season one where he says to Shiv, "Can you scuba? You know, should we just go and should we just go and be should we just go to New Zealand and do something else?" Mm. He said, "I'd be happy. I just want to be with you." But then again, I'm not convinced that they would. You know, I'm not convinced that Tom. There is part of him that likes the cut, the sort of cut and thrust of corporate life and power and ambition, all the rest of it.
2: Yeah, like his in. Aim- kind of is Shiv but also he seems to be actually just very good at his job when he wants to be
4: I think yeah that's right yeah he's not a, he's not he's I mean, not an he's idiot. A, no, no no I mean he's running a great big TV company and he's probably quite good and it's ATN's doing quite well mm. I think in spite of all the other shenanigans that's happening to, to Wester so yeah
2: yeah and one last one if that's okay when did you notice that succession had become essentially like everyone's favorite show because i for me it was just during lockdown when everyone was like i'm rewatching succession or i'm rewatching succession for the fifth time and everyone's yeah. t- waiting for this third season to arrive
4: yeah maybe then or or it's you sort of become aware a little bit um after the first season there was a sort of feeling like have you seen this show it's the show you haven't seen but you ought to maybe if you like this sort of thing and so it was a sort of building it was a slow burn thing which is Mm. i think it's maybe the healthiest way of a show um becoming successful rather than a big fanfare and you know trying to sustain it it was a sort of slow burn um but yeah sort of season two beginning of season two
2: fantastic and now now we plans for season four because you've got to come over Make the most of the tax breaks in Ireland. So. This is it. Yeah. So if you could pass that up. I'm be...
4: going to. Yeah. yeah do. As
1: soon as this is over, I'm going to go and speak <laughs> to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Thank you for your time today. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good day. Yeah, you too. Matthew they there talking to Rory as well as Alan Rock and Jay Smith Cameron, three of the stars of Succession. And I know what you mean. It's like you think of any of their characters and like, oh, yeah, no, they're definitely they're definitely one of my favorites. They're my mm. favorite. And it's like, as you said, you can just pick any of the cast and they immediately fall into that like favorite category. So Succession is back. As we said, you've had a sneak peek. Your review. Uh, is up on Joe.e right now. Please do go and check that out, everybody. Uh, and you said, just remind us all again, when can we see each new episode of the series?
2: Well, if you're an early bird, you can get up at 2 a.m., I believe it's added, uh, every Monday for the next... So this season only has nine episodes, the last two are ten, but, uh, you know, COVID. So this one is just nine. Uh, so it's for the next couple of weeks, 2 a.m., every Monday going forward. Um, I'm already sad that it isn't just every monday forever for the end of time (laughs) forever basically
1: yeah Um, well, listen, Roy. thank you very much as ever. Thank you to Sound Paul on Sound. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening to the show as well. Don't forget, you can check out our weekly recommendation show. It's up on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts as well. And please do subscribe if you like what you hear. And if you don't like what you hear, subscribe and let us know why you don't like it. And we'll take your feedback and we'll flip it in the flipping bin over there. What are oh, we going to say,
2: Rory? I, I, I thought you were going to do a nice moment of symmetry where you're like... If you don't like it Then you can Fuck off
1: Oh That would have been way better I'll just say it again No No I said it No no I can't I said it And listen If you don't like it You can just Fuck off
2: Nailed it Well done Well played
0: You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe With Chicago Time Pizza? Yeah, we got a tine on it.